You're listening to Earful of Dirt, the Major League Rugby Podcast. We're live each Monday night on YouTube, available for download every Wednesday morning, and always online at earfulofdirt.com. Bringing you the latest news, views, and abuse, Earful of Dirt is the only podcast dedicated to Major League Rugby. Now, coming to you live from across the United States, here's your hosts. Hey, welcome, Aaron. How are you doing tonight? That took uh, half a minute, didn't it? <laughs> uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Excellent, excellent. Well, excited to be here on Facebook. This is a little different, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm surprised we got it to work. <laughs> so, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, tons of t- tons of stuff, right? Oh my gosh! So I think we've got had as much new news in the last uh, day or two as we've had in the last three weeks. So it's just been a avalanche, and I think it's a good chance for us to kind of come on here, talk a little bit about what is going on, and uh, so we don't have to cover all of it uh, next Monday on the show. I yeah, I, I mean, the actually, show. I, I have have all the rosters sent to me because apparently I'm the I'm the guy that's supposed to deal with that. Uh, but um, thanks, Gordon. Uh, we didn't try, uh, but uh, we we try try pretty hard sometimes. But uh, yeah, so there were there's some interesting interesting additions going on to the teams, which even for the first week, you have guys that are like basically brand new that are good enough that have earned places into starting positions. So we'll get into that uh, towards the end of the show, but. Um, so, as we said, we're here. So, who are we? Uh, you know, we're Earful of Dirt podcast tonight. It's myself and producer Corey. Uh, we're the the Major League Rugby podcast. Uh, you know, thank you for for joining us on the special edition. If we can figure this out again, we might do it uh, every week on Friday instead of me just going solo uh, for match previews. But um, so we're 20 hours away from the first match of Major League Rugby. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about it on air since August. We've been yeah, talking so, about it amongst ourselves. So right now, what that. is our email chain for planning for Monday? We're on episode 33. Yeah. So 33 weeks uh, minus Christmas, Thanksgiving, and a few other holidays there, here and there. Man, uh, plus I think the email chain itself is up over 200 messages. We've just been uh, cranking through stuff trying to get ready, and yeah. that's one of the other reasons we wanted to come on here today and just kind of talk through a few things before, uh, before we kick off tomorrow. Yeah, so for everyone new to this show, uh, normally we're live each Monday night uh, on the uh, YouTube channel. Uh, we, we figured this out, so we'll have to try and figure out how to do it both ways. It, it will be interesting. But uh, we're live on uh, Earful of Dirt podcasts uh, on YouTube, so check that out. Every Monday night, 10 Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And, uh, you know, it's our chance to discuss the issues surrounding Major League Rugby and always hear from the league and the teams. And, you know, just check out with stuff across the U.S. rugby scene. So, what do you say we get to it, man? All right, yeah. So we ran the first consolidated 
journalism poll power rankings, which was a really good idea. I thought, um, you know, how many people participated? It was really cool. Like, any response? Yeah, it was almost 20. Um, these are professional rugby journalists. These are the folks uh, bringing you the content every week that you're reading or watching. Um, you know, folks like us, as well as um, even more professional people who are making a living off this stuff. So we had a really good response rate. Um, I think we reached out to about uh, 30, 40 people and got more than half of them to respond. And uh, I have a feeling with the success of this go-round, it's only going to grow as we uh, move through the season. So, uh, yeah, we, we announced the the results here uh, just, oh, about five hours ago, I guess, almost six hours ago, right at uh, noon Pacific. So if you don't mind, I'll just kind of run right through what the results said. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's just go through. And do you have the metrics behind each, like how like how many votes for like that position? Yeah, so I know off the top of my head, I know, um, you know, especially like Glendale. Uh, so kind of starting off the list, Glendale was number one, uh, which I think a lot of people kind of have been hitting around at that for a, quite a while, that we think that they're very much the most professional setup uh, in the league right now. They definitely have had a lot of history behind them as a club. Um, so Glendale took first place, and they received all but – they received first place votes for everyone except for one uh, voter who put ah. them at okay. either second or third. Okay. I think they put them at third. Uh, and so this is uh, current standings. This is not our prediction for the end of the season, but this is just as the season begins, kind of like the um, Associated Press puts out the 20, top 25 for basketball and football. Um, this is just where the teams stand right now. Well, I think so, uh, the... We have that, and then you have associated power rankings on the various other sports websites that, uh, you know, take uh, – <laughs> what's up, Brian? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, uh, you know, it's not anonymous because you have to put in your email, but uh, we will protect our fellow journalists with our integrity uh, on this one. So uh, – but um, so ESPN, Fox, everybody does power rankings that is a bit separate from uh, their poll because like polls play into power rankings, even though like you you have teams that might have lost more games that are considered better when it comes to professional sports versus like, say, collegiate or high school, like power rankings are a little bit different, which is sort of what we were going for, because, you know, there's only seven teams. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so um, it was a very strong showing for Glendale. Uh, a lot of consensus there. Uh, the second place went to the Sabercats, Houston Sabercats, and that was, um, it, it was pretty universally uh, putting them in second as well. There were a few, a few other votes uh, here and there, but for the most part, Glendale was very much first. Sabercats was very much second. Hey, I, think, uh, where things, I think the Sabercats one was earned, right? They played uh, 16 uh, preseason fixtures, and they built a squad over a long period of time. Um, you know, this squad has been blooded and trialed against the, you know, the top amateur teams in the country, as well as, uh, you know, playing, you know, different MLR teams in the preseason. Absolutely. They've really uh, worked themselves out, and I think 
earned that second place position uh, just because of how much they've shown us uh, really getting in there and getting the job done. So uh, happy to see them have a strong showing in this initial poll. Uh, third place, so what I was saying with uh, the middle ones, so third through sixth were all very, very close. They were within uh, less than five points each, and this is on a scale of about 150 points possible. I think it's 144 was the total points possible uh, on the scale. And so, you know, when you're dealing with these middle four here, everybody was within two, three, four, or five points of each other. So uh, three through six was NOLA Gold, Utah Warriors, uh, San Diego Legion, and Seattle Seawolves. But interestingly enough, um, and I have a feeling this probably is coming from uh, some recent recent on-pitch on troubles, number seven, the last place spot, was given to Austin Elite Rugby. Uh, and that, once again, unlike the middle four, Austin Elite was far and away below uh, everybody else. I mean, they were almost universally placed in seventh place. So uh, this one, this is the, I mean, my communications, like, uh, on the podcast and, you know, in our internal, I, I've watched every single one of their games, which I guess I'm one of, I'm, I guess I'm of the elect, uh, or not. Maybe, maybe I'm biased because I, I watched, uh, you know, uh, there's just no way. Like, if you look at uh, their pack, they have the depth, even though they've suffered injuries. Uh, they have the depth and they have the coaching. I think they'll be – I don't – they're definitely not the seventh place team. So I'm going to say they're going to surprise, but I was very – I was very surprised. Um, hey, Brian. Um, well, and I don't know – That'll be interesting because I pick I pick we all pick San Diego to uh, beat Seattle um, closely. It was a try or less by every single person on the on the show. Well, and I think Austin's always also uh, made some pretty big changes to their lineup since uh, people voted oh, on yeah. this as well. we'll, so we'll get into that because uh, I have that pulled up. So, well. Brian does have a point. Uh, but that's what we had for since, the uh, uh, top seven. Yeah, so not to, not to take away from the power poll, but Brian, Brian and uh, Liam are um, in a discussion. The, Brian's picking Seattle, I think. Uh, the, reason why, the same reason why Austin, I don't think Austin's the bottom. Um, one thing they have is a scrum. They have, you know, they have those, that front row forward set up. And they've got, you know, loose forwards and they've got locks. So uh, I think that will be what saves them the issue surrounding the reason why uh, at least um, I think they're going to have some issues is because of their coaching situation, which is now well known. But um, moving on, uh, let's get into coverage uh, for, for the year, which has sort of like come in bits and pieces, right? So, uh, you know... CBS Sports, uh, game of the week. They're professional setup. Yep. It's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Well-known uh, rugby commentators uh, from the rugby corner um, with Dallin Stanford, former uh, current Occidental coach, uh, also like a high-performance guy who has helped coach, was it either the high school All-Americans or, um, you know, 
the uh, I think it was the Junior All Americans, and he's you know gone up to be on the Premiership, help coordinate the Premiership stuff uh, with Dan Lyle. So that's all all awesome. But they're on CBS Sports Network. Uh, if you that's available in well, it's available in over fifty million homes via cable subscription. That doesn't include the uh, the streaming platforms that it's on YouTube TV. Uh, so I think you're at a reach of 70 to 80 million with uh, YouTube with with the online platforms that carry CBS Sports Network. So that's really big. Um, but absolutely, there's uh, there's something else out there uh, that you got up your sleeve on this one. What about ESPN Plus? Which uh, I'm sorry. So, so uh, yeah, uh, we got an announcement today regarding – hey, can, sorry about that. No, I was going to say we got an announcement today. Still trying to work this out. Appreciate it. Um, regarding finally getting some answers from Major League Rugby as far as international coverage. So this is something that we've been asking, I think, us, between us and a bunch of the fans on the Reddit page. Uh, literally months we've been asking for clarification on this. So – very, very happy to announce that uh, this afternoon uh, Major League Rugby announced that they will be playing the games live and I believe also uh, time-shifted so they will be available on demand afterwards on their Facebook page. And so I believe that's just uh, facebook.com slash uh, USMLR, just like the other uh, outlets. But... Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, uh, so very exciting. Sadly for Canada, they will miss the CBS Sports Network uh, broadcast, but I think they get those on demand afterwards. I'm not sure overall. Uh, and uh, <laughs> then, but you guys get all the ESPN stuff, so that's the important bit. Uh, you, so the Seattle game is going to be live for you Canadians. On Facebook Live because it's an ESPN game this week. Yeah, and so while we had that, while we were talking about that, I thought I'd just give a quick uh, update. And uh, you can find the schedule of when the matches are going to be played online all over the place. But uh, just as a reminder, so this week's games start. Uh, these are all times on Eastern time. So the first game of the weekend starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Saturday, and that's uh, Nola versus Saber Cats. Uh, then that's followed at 5 p.m. Eastern by Austin at the Raptors. Uh, it's interesting that we're going to have the first place versus the last place teams playing each other in the poll, you know, in the polls. So that'll be fun. Then Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have uh, the Legion visiting Seahawks. So that'll be a West Coast game, so it'll be a little earlier for them, but 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Uh, so it's the uh, Gold versus Sabercats and Legion versus Seahawks on ESPN. The game of the week is going to be on CBS Sports Network. That's Austin Elite versus Glendale Raptors in Colorado. So be sure to tune in, and uh, both internationally and here domestically in the states. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. So moving on, uh, this was really cool this week. Lovell Rugby is now selling. Major League Rugby kit in Europe. So if you're a European fan, UK-based fan uh, out there and you want to support 
the Seawolves, the Austin Elite, the Nola Gold, the, the Sabercats, the Raptors, the Legion. Get after it. Get after it. It's a great opportunity to go out and support your team and uh, support those jerseys. Uh, and then once again, just another example of how Major League Rugby is doing Seahawks, stuff right as a professional setup. Did I say Seahawks? If I did, uh, sorry about that. I could have swore I said Seawolves. Well, thanks for the call out there, Brian. It is definitely the Seahawks, not the Seawolves. We're, uh... No, God, I just did it again. <laughs> it's definitely the Seawolves, not the Seahawks. All right. Well, moving on, let's get to the oh, signing on. for uh, the Seattle Seawolves. Uh, they added Jeremy Misalegulu. Um, Mike Palafau has withdrawn uh, from the Seattle Seawolves for personal reasons. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on there. I think Mike, when he's available, will return to the Seawolves. But right now, he had to, he had to um, withdraw for a time. But um, Jeremy is called the Missile. Um, he is a native to Washington, but he attended New Mexico Highlands, which is a really cool. Uh, Collegiate program that plays in the in Enscro National Small College Rugby Organization and high level coach got developed there. Um, Enscro is a great place to play rugby. Um, you will find good players there, but uh, that's where they found Jeremy. Uh, so he's a New Mexico Highlands product, and he'll be playing wing, and he will tear people apart um, on the pitch. Uh, who did Austin lead at? This was this was some interesting stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, kind of bury the lead here and uh, go through a few few players before we get to the big news. So uh, they added um, some real talent in Ned Hodson, Ross Deacon, and Victor Comtat Comtat uh, Comtat. And uh, so that's very exciting to have uh, those additions come top. But uh, one of the biggest headlines of the week was that uh, Todd Clever is going to be uh, back on the field, potentially. He's technically on the bench. He's, uh, I think he's slotted in at uh, maybe 19 uh, for the game this weekend. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Todd Clever, Eagle number uh, 333, I think, is going to be... Traveling with him, so that's very exciting. And uh, he was an early supporter of this effort. I was involved with the Huns and uh, later with the Major League Rugby setup down there in Austin. So nothing but uh, excitement to see him back on the pitch. Yeah, the uh, so what do you got going on at uh, Utah there, Aaron. Utah, you want to hear about Utah? Well, they're playing the Prairie Wolfpack from Alberta, Canada. Actually, uh, Prairie Wolfpack is the CRC uh, side for um, for two provinces, if I have that correct. I'm sure Brian will correct me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure it's the for Alberta and Manitoba um, provinces. Uh, so, oh, three. Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Awesome. So... They're coming down. They played a close scrimmage uh, last week against the Seawolves, lost 47-7. to So I 
think this is where Utah, in a few hours, is going to get their victory of the preseason, giving them something to work on uh, going into next week. Uh, today, <laughs> uh, today we had to reschedule the interview we had with uh, Kimball Care, so I'll be speaking with him either on Tuesday or Thursday of next week. That'll be a really good interview. Um, USA Eagle, really cool guy. Uh, went to the High Performance Academy for World Rugby for coaching uh, about 10 years ago. So he's really got a lot of stuff. Um, I, I guess the, the real ones to look at as far as rosters are different was, uh, for me is, because I pulled them all up, is Austin. Uh, their front row all of a sudden looks a bit different uh, because they've added Ross Deacon uh, and Mike Brown. Those were those were some interesting pieces uh, coming in from Rooney. So it looks like a lot of Rugby United guys who are mobile, uh, more mobile than some as far as their, uh, I guess their full-time work is concerned, will um, be designated for assignment and put on player loan, as we saw with Dylan Fawcett sent to Glendale. And we've got Mike Brown at, starting at hooker for uh, the Austin Elite. And then Ross Deacon is a back row, but he's wearing number 23. So I find that one interesting. So it tells me that they're going to uh, bring the heat with uh, their bench when when it comes to how they're going to play up front. So that'll be really good stuff. Um, but looking at Glendale, I guess the, the red card that uh, Luke White got in that game against Nyack. Uh, but, you know, uh, he is starting um, for the Raptors. So that's going to be interesting. Really no change. Uh, with their stuff, even though, you know, Dylan Fawcett's on the bench. So I think Zach Finolio is only going to have to play 40 minutes, and they'll just swap Dylan and Zach at uh, at the half because the butcher is, is going to go to work, you know. And then moving down to the first game of the week uh, tomorrow, it, sadly right now uh, – Paul Mullen is not available, uh, I think, due to some visa or green card issues. Even though he's been here eight years, there's some Bob Lindsay Skeeter Stevens at Hooker and Adam Macklin at Tighthead Prop. So basically, you know, you've got some pretty hardcore dudes uh, playing up front. Um, and then, of course, you know, Kyle Sumsu. It's all good, man. Uh, this is going to be a very, a very fun team to watch. Sadly, Joey Yosefa is not uh, on this roster because I really wanted to see that addition. But uh, the other big, the other big changes for us, uh, based on when I saw the uh, roster. Yes, uh, the questions in the comments are uh, players. From that are contracted with Rooney that are now playing in the MLR. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, 
looks like they're designated for assignment and they're on loan. Uh, I spoke with uh, Thierry Dupont the other day, and he said that Ross and uh, geez, Ross Deacon and Mike Brown, uh, they belong to Rooney after this year, unless there's a trade worked out. So the guys who can play this year are going to play in the MLR, and you know the guys who don't. Um, well, and they'll just finish out the season with Rooney's exhibition games. But uh, the the real big difference that I wanted to get into was the front row for San Diego before we get out of here is so you have these guys are different uh, from what we had uh, in all of their preseason games. So Aaron Mitchell. He went to Fresno State uh, as an offensive lineman. And, uh, oh, you want me to just call it New York? Okay. Hey, Aaron, just, right. you know, um, for some reason I'm having technical difficulties over here on my end, and uh, I can't uh, actually hear you, so. But the the big difference for Austin, for San Diego, pardon me, wow, is loose head prop, Sione, Tui Hilamaka. I thought he was a loose fool. Uh, so that was an interesting one. Um, Hooker Gilkobe stays the same. And then back to Aaron Mitchell, who is, was a high school All-American in rugby. And then, uh, you know, went to Fresno State, played NCAA football on scholarship, got after it. And now he's back playing tight head props. So that's going to be a really good prospect to look at. Um, so... That's about all I have. Um, back to you, Corey. Thank you, Aaron. Again, this has been a special edition of Earful of Dirt, uh, hosted here on Facebook for a change. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, in spite of some technical problems and a couple times I may have uh, mentioned the wrong team. So uh, we are live normally every Monday night on YouTube. And we are also all over the socials, so you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just check for Earful of Dirt podcast there. And then you can also go to our website and connect with us there, earfulofdirt.com. The podcast version of the show is released every Wednesday morning. You can find that on iTunes, Acast, Google Play, Stitcher FM, and Player FM. Uh, Please leave us a review as often as you can. And, uh, of course, on iTunes, that really helps with the visibility. Also, you can call and leave us a message. Our phone number is 1-720-600-2679. And leave us a voicemail there, and we may play it on the air. Uh, Once again, I'm Corey, and that's been Aaron. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you again on Monday, live at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Until then, take care. Connect with Earful of Dirt anytime. We're on Facebook and Twitter as Earful of Dirt. You can email us at earfulofdirt at gmail.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 720-600-2679. Until next time, for Aaron, Dan, and Victor, I'm Corey. Thanks for joining us.